Welcome to Jiri Snacks, snackable episodes about the Jiri exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable. Our affordable Jiri course includes everything you need to ace your Jiri exam. A full textbook, tons of Jiri questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and the code podcast gets you 10% off if you like it and want to buy it. And so today, we have Matt Roy with us again. Matt is Achievable's author for the GRE course and also has his own website, Guide to GRE, with a ton of free resources for people that are studying for the test. Anything else you want to share mm-hmm. about your background? Yeah, I, I tutored for going on probably five years now, and I am just really, really excited to talk about the GRE. <laughs> yes, exactly. So today's topic is is one another one that um, seems to be a favorite of of a lot of people's, which is how do you rethink the GRE quant, right? I think that the the GRE quant in general is a test that it it seems like it's a math test, which you know there's math in it, but beating the test is not about just being able to do all the math, and mm-hmm. so I think this is always a, a really fun one to talk about, and I'm curious your take on kind of how you approach and rethink the GRE quant section. Yeah. Um, for sure there is a, you can call it a right way in quotations of how to do any question, which mm-hmm. would take a long time. And very often that's how they write their explanations. They write them in the very long form way. But in most cases there is, I wouldn't even call it a trick but there's a way to do it much faster. You know, each question mm-hmm. on average should take, well, on average is a minute, 45 seconds. So they know that they shouldn't be writing a question that will take anyone three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, um, if they do it the best way. So there's right. always a better way, actually. <laughs> um, and we can talk about that, too. Uh, actually, that's what we're here for. So... Let me, let me, let me, <laughs> yeah. Let's jump right yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the jury likes to reward those who know th- theory, like the theoretical, they have a theoretical understanding of number properties and, and specific properties of question types, and those who understand the tricks. So, for example, you know, the ratio of the three sides of a 45-45-90 triangle is just, like, um, a, A, and then A square root 2. A square root 2 yeah. for, for uh, the hypotenuse. Of course, you can use the Pythagorean theorem if you know any of the three and solve for the third, or, or solve for the other one. But knowing this ratio can automatically save you a lot of time. And there are many things like this. There's Pythagorean triplets. There's the ratio of 30, 60, 90 triangles. And beyond geometry, there's, there's, there's so many tricks Okay, mm-hmm. and the jury will re- reward you for knowing these tricks. And I guess one point I want to say is, people should understand that each question was created to test something. It's not random. Like it's not. It's not like. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a metaphor here. I really like to play mm-hmm. chess, mm-hmm. and there's things called chess puzzles. A chess puzzle right. gives you a situation uh, in a game that's really important, and, it, and it's your job to decide the best move. That's what an exam is. 
in a regular chess game, there's no way of knowing if you're in a in a vital position. There's no way of knowing if like the best move is really a boring move that doesn't really change the game or not. But in a puzzle, there is a you do know that there is an important move. The same thing for the exam. There is a rule or a principle that is tested in this exam, and you can be confident if you studied knowing that there is a way to do it quickly and, and to do it um, effectively, okay? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take five minutes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not probably nearly as into chess as you are, but I like that analogy because it is easier a lot of times to solve a chess puzzle than to like see it in a chess game yeah. because you know that if there's a puzzle and it's like solve this in two moves, you're like, well how like clearly you mm-hmm. know i've got you something crazy here exactly right and that's like the jury uh you should know that it it is testing for a specific you know if you see a triangle that has a 90 degree angle and a 30 degree angle in it you know it's a 36 and 90 and you're gonna know you should know automatically this is about the ratio of 36 and 90 angle or sides right and just the more you do the more you'll understand that or you, the more you'll recognize these these tricks, uh, right? And also recognize, you know, if you see a thirty sixty ninety triangle and it's asking for the hypotenuse, you know that you know, assuming everything's an inter- a full integer, the answer has a root three in it, right? And it's just like little things like that. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it depends on what they give you, what part is given, right. but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. I I also want to say that sometimes the right way of solving for an answer requires a lot of work. Like, for example, if there's a very complicated algebra problem and you have to solve for a variable, it could take some time. But it may be faster to just plug in numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, if the question asks, what's the ratio of x to y? You might as well plug in 1 for x and see what y is. If y is 2, then the ratio is 1 to 2. Instead yeah. of like conceptually like thinking like to compare the concept of x and y in your head, you know, just plug one mm-hmm. in. And for percentage change questions, plug in 100. Because mm-hmm. like a 20% increase of 100 is 120. Because a percent of 100 is, is that number, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, these things can save a lot of time. They may not be how the explanation would tell you to do it, but they are the best way to do it <laughs> for test takers, at least. Right. Yeah. The hundred the plugging in a hundred for um, plugging in a hundred is actually like really great for uh, percentage change problems mm-hmm. because it just makes it a percentage. Yeah. And oftentimes the final question asks for the. Um, basically the solution as a percent of the original so for example if the solution is 80 you again don't have to put into the calculator the solution over the original number because you know it's over 100 so it's just 80 percent so it it even has a secondary uh, like benefit um there's one other point one last point i wanted to make about about this and that is you can even save time. Um, in in a previous podcast, I spoke about uh, how the Jiri calculator can be, you know, as useful to 
to uh, like compare quantity A and B if quantity A and B are made up of complex, you know, like a, a square root of something times something else. And you can just put them mm -hmm. in the calculator and compare the, the decimals, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes there are very simple ways to compare quantity A to quantity B without even plugging anything in. So for example, if it, obviously like if you've completely simplified quantity a and it's something like 12 over pi and you're comparing it to quantity b which is 4 well 12 over pi is 12 over a little bit over 3 right mm -hmm. so for so basically it's guaranteed to be less than 4 cuz you're dividing it by something a little bit more than 3 mm -hmm. so that's another thing that, that you can you can do to save a little bit of time and it's it's not necessarily even solving for quantity a it's just understanding that it's greater than b so the explanation will tell you exactly what quantity a is and tell you exactly what quantity b is but if you can compare the two without even calculating and logically understand which one is better or which one's greater then you can save some time and it works the same for like number properties. If you can prove that quantity A is positive and quantity B is negative, then quantity A is greater without even calculating. So yeah, that's, that's the last point I wanted to make there. Yeah. And so just generally, just to kind of broaden a little bit, um, I mean, these are great little like, like little tactics for individual things. And so... I mean, I think that your point on, on like chess puzzles on, on essentially trying to find a, trying to find like a, I don't know if tricky solution is the right way to put it, but like try, like there, that you knowing going in that the, there's mm. sort of deliberately a fast way to answer this. Yeah. That is somewhere in there. Um, how do you approach that on the test? Like beyond just memorizing all these tricks which you know depending on which course people are using like they might not have all of them so like how do you diagnose that you should you should in all cases try to get to the answer as you see fit in the moment which could be the slow way you mm. should only use these tricks if they come to you if you notice them really easily and the only way to notice them really easily is with a lot of experience but of okay. course you should not hamstring yourself and uh, like not try to get to the answer because you, you feel like there's a quicker way. There may be a quicker mm -hmm. way, but you in the end you're still you're still like in the thick of it. <laughs> so you have to you have to try, uh, even if it's a slow way. But I, I would say to the the way to try to fix that is uh, before the exam, have a lot of experience. You have to see all these question types. And mm -hmm. the more you see, the more you'll recognize. Right. Yeah, using those ETS power prep tests for sure and using them as sort of gold and then also just using mm -hmm. your vendors. Mm -hmm. Trying to get a sense for it. Yep, definitely study a lot and even more than study, do practice problems a lot. A lot mm -hmm. of people like to just spend a lot of time, I don't know, like listening, listening or watching videos where other people do mm -hmm. problems, uh, right. it's not the same as doing it on your own. It's, done, right. it's not the same. Yeah. Though I, I think maybe the workflow there is 
what do the problem yourself then if you get it wrong oh, watch yeah. someone else do it yeah yeah they're just some people that they, they flip it <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good habit to have but yeah yeah got it great well thanks matt this has been jiri snacks hosted by tyler from achievable you can try our jiri course for free at achievable.me and the code podcast gets you 10 percent off at checkout